0: Hello and welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to a friend of mine named Greg Knott. He's going to share his inspirational story of how he transformed his life after getting a calling from God. I was moved by his story, and I hope you are too. Um, Before we jump in, I also want to remind you that we have a Facebook group that I would love for you to be a part of. It's a community of women where we can all support each other, inspire each other, motivate each other to live Live fulfilling lives. If you're on a spiritual healing journey or if you are just feeling stuck in a life that you want to get more out of and you want to feel fulfilled, please join us in our community. I'll put a link in the description. It's called Women Seeking Fulfillment Through Self-Care and Spirituality. You can find us on Facebook. I'll put a link in the description. I hope to see you there. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Finding Fulfillment Together podcast. Do you want to stop feeling stuck and start truly living? Do you have big ambitious dreams but feel too scared to even start? I'm Rebecca. I too was in a life that I felt stuck in. I was living my life according to everyone else's expectations, which led me to feeling unfulfilled until I took a step back and realized that I can create whatever life I choose for myself. I made big changes in my life, including getting divorced, leaving my career, and moving into my RV to become a full-time traveler. In the midst of all of these changes, I also found my faith. In this podcast, you will follow my healing journey and find inspiration to finally heal yourself from people-pleasing and start living a truly fulfilling life. Let's do this together. Hi Greg, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. Um, Just wanna kind of start off by saying that our first meeting was so magical. I mean, uh, when I drove up, I just remember seeing the buffalo grazing and seeing the land and then hearing your story was just wow. So before I go any further, I just wanna say hello and welcome and thank you for being here.
1: I'm glad to be here, Rebecca.
0: Yeah, Thank you. Um, So we met um, actually through a program called Harvest Host, which is something I've talked about a little bit on this podcast, but I'll mention again that it is a program for RVers. Where hosts such as yourself on farms, um, also wineries, breweries, distilleries, allow our veers to come and stay on the property, usually for only one night, maybe two, um, as we're passing through, and it gives our um, veers a chance to have a place to stay without an additional charge. We really only pay the membership fee to stay. And then it gives you as a host an opportunity to show you know RVers your your home and your land and possibly get a customer if you have something to sell which in your case you're you're selling your bison meat um so i think it's an amazing program i've met some amazing people and the story of meeting you is certainly one of my favorite if not my favorite um so i just to kind of tell a little bit of the story is when i arrived again saw the buffalo it was so so beautiful and then you took me on a a ride with tammy with your wife to be able to go out and actually feed the buffalo we drove out in the pickup truck and they ate right out of my hand which i was just i remember being so amazed and just these majestic creatures coming right up to the truck and eating out of my hand um, and i was just touched by the whole experience And then I asked you how you became a Buffalo rancher, you know, what brought you to this as a profession. And that's when I heard your story and was just taken aback. Um, So I wanted to give you the opportunity to, you know, come on and share that story here with with my audience, with my listeners. Um, So I'm going to hand it over to you to allow you to do that because you do it way more justice than I ever could.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, my my background is not in ranching. I worked in corporate IT for uh, about 25 years. And uh, I did get laid off early this year. So I'm a full time rancher at the moment, but it was it was, uh, let's see, about 11 and a half years ago. My sons and I were helping a friend move up to Cheyenne, Wyoming and it was a Sunday afternoon, and and we were up there unloading a the truck with all his belongings, and and my wife was driving up to Cheyenne to pick us up that afternoon. And as she was driving past the the Colorado and Wyoming state line, there was a very large bison ranch up there. And it's like 27,000 acres and a couple thousand bison. And you can drive past there and never see any animals. But that day they were out near the um, the interstate and she saw these hundreds and hundreds of bison out there. And the sight of those stirred her heart so much, her immediate response was, really, God? Buffalo, you want us to do Buffalo? And she just knew in that moment, and that was it. And she gets up to Cheyenne and finds me in the back of this box truck unloading stuff. And I was cold, I was tired, I was actually kind of sick, but um, she bounces up in there and she goes, I want buffalo. (laughs) And I'm like, you have got to be kidding. And I not so politely reminded her that I'm an IT guy and I know nothing about agriculture. And I tried to forget about that conversation. Well, that whole summer, she was looking into this and, you know, she was raised on a farm in Indiana. They had some sheep and stuff while she was growing up. They're primarily grain farmers. But uh, So this wasn't much of a stretch for her, but for me, I I was just like, you've got to be kidding, there's no way. That um, fall, she found that there was a, uh, a fall conference for the Rocky Mountain Buffalo Association, and she wanted to go, I did not. But I thought, oh well, you know, a weekend away would be kind of nice, and so we we decided to go. And it was um, it was a couple hours west of Fort Collins, which, if you know Colorado at all, we were driving through the mountains to get there. And it was just this absolutely beautiful fall day, and as we were. Um, driving along she was talking about buffalo and she, she was telling me all these things about it because i had been trying to ignore the topic but she said, uh, you know buffalo are a herd animal and they need a herd around them or they're not comfortable and she says you know i had sheep when i was a kid i wonder if you could have sheep and buffalo together to start with a, a smaller herd. And I'm like, uh, I have no idea. Why would you even ask me this? I I don't know. But we get to um, the Walden is where it is, Walden, Colorado. And we get checked into this really old and quaint hotel. And they had a um, a social hour. So We decided to go to that, and as I stepped in the door to this conference room, there was a gentleman standing right inside the door, and he turned to me and had his finger in my face and said, you know, you cannot have sheep and buffalo together, and I was rather startled and taken aback, and then he kind of backed off and explained who he was and said well but you know sheep and carry a virus that's fatal to buffalo you can't have them together and i was just still a little bit in shock because even though i wasn't looking for an answer there was an answer and i just knew that was uh, a little hint from god saying i'm with you well the next summer, it was in June, I became ill <clears throat> and this went on for several months and I just kept getting worse and worse and I was going to the doctor several times. I went into the ER even a few times and I was missing a lot of work and and I was... Um, I was kind of intrigued with, you know, the whole experience that we had in Walden the last fall. And so I looked into the whole bison thing Mm -hmm. a little bit, but I still wasn't so sure. But then there was one night in September that I was startled awake by the audible voice that said, you are Big Heart Bison. And I sat up in bed and i looked over and my wife was sound asleep the dogs were sound asleep and i just said uh, okay god i don't think i'm going to live through the night but okay i'll i'll do this bison thing and then it was about 5 weeks later on halloween nonetheless that uh, i was diagnosed with strep endocarditis. So I had no idea what that was and they explained to me that uh, the strep bacteria that normally attacks your throat had attacked my heart valves and now I had gaping holes in my heart valves. Mm -hmm. And that uh, I would be going into an emergency open heart surgery as soon as they could get me transported to another hospital. And on top of all this, they told me that I had suffered multiple strokes, not TIAs or mini strokes, but multiple strokes. And they said, we don't know why you're standing here, let alone alive at all. But I got down to the other hospital and they were prepping me for open heart surgery. And the surgeon was explaining all the risks so you know, this procedure and that I would be getting two mechanical heart valves and I was at complete peace through that whole thing because I knew who I was and I knew what I had to do and the next um, the next morning when I came out of out, of, you know off the anesthesia um, I felt better than I had in months even though I now had all sorts of tubes sticking out of me and a big new trophy scar on my chest, um, I I felt better, and uh, all I did was talk about buffalo. And uh, so it was a couple of years later. Then we found a ranch, and um, we got started in that. and that. That was about eight years ago now, and uh, and here we are now.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So beautiful. Just so many signs from God that cannot be denied, you know, starting with Tammy having that immediate knowing when she came across the bison, you know, and then, and then what happened with you? I mean, you got this, this audible voice that you are big heart bison like that is amazing. And I mean, and then the fact that as soon as you walked in the door, she was asking you on the way there. I wonder if we can have sheep in with the bison immediately you got that answer i mean it's just god was telling you again and again and again it's um it's very clear and you're doing it and that that's the most amazing part to me is that you listened to your calling and now you're doing it you're living it and So just a little bit, tell me a little bit about how it was stepping into that, knowing nothing about it, because kind of I've done similar, right, not as extreme, I don't think, but stepping into, you know, being an RVer, I knew I wanted to travel and meet people and have all these experiences. And it was scary, you know, I didn't know anything. So tell a little bit about stepping into that role and and learning everything and, you know, how you're doing today.
1: Well, it, it's a process, and you know I'll go back to that that day in Walden. Um, well, it was the Friday night where we we were at the social hour and then had dinner. Uh, the next day, we were out at a big bison ranch, and we met some of the most amazing people and that were have become lifelong friends. And when we went to leave that afternoon, the ranch manager there, he shook my hand and said, so are you gonna do this? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I walked away from there just, just amazed at you know the people, you know, the animals too, but I was also very intrigued by the lifestyle. And so they had recommended that we get involved in the different associations. Uh, was like the Rocky Mountain Buffalo Association and the National Bison Association, and we did, and we started visiting other ranchers and meeting people and asking a lot of questions, but, you know, um, there was at times when I was so ill, I would just sit on YouTube and watch videos about bison, and I was finding different things, and, and one of the um one of the videos that was so memorable there was a a gentleman up in uh he's they're south of gillette wyoming and they own the durham ranch it's john flocchini and he had posted a six minute video on youtube just showing what his life was like out on the bison ranch and i was so intrigued by that and it's like i want that life yeah and and i just knew i had to pursue it but there was also those moments that i was very daunted by the thought of these humongous animals and they are wild even though they'll come up to my truck like you witnessed and mm-hmm. eat out your hand you would do not get out of the vehicle um, people get injured all the time by them mm-hmm. I had no clue where to start or what to do but one day i had the thought it's like wait a minute i'm i'm in i.t i've been in i.t for years um i just figure things out and i guess i'll figure things out and so being in the associations and stuff we started learning and um the day came where we just had to jump in and do it and uh and um hasn't gone perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh because everybody told us that they will get out someday and they have but uh, it's gone pretty well
0: yeah it reminds me of something i i heard or read or i don't remember where i heard this but that god does not equip i'm sorry god does not call the equipped he equips the called so you'll, you know, you find what you need along the way, you find the people that you need, you find the information that you need. It's almost that part is almost miraculous too. the way like the right people all come together um, and align to help you in your calling.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so another part of the story that I wanted to share, because I mean, this, your story, and then also the way that we came together, it's it certainly strengthened my faith. Um, So when I met you, it was actually one of my first trips across my first trip across the country. So I'm, you know, in the RV for the first time, maybe a couple months in. And um, I, at that point was really being led by the number 22, it was coming up everywhere. And I remember as I was driving into Colorado coming to your to your ranch. I was seeing the number 22 so much. Like I just, I was feeling so filled with love and faith because I knew I was in the right place, heading in the right direction. You know, it was all over my GPS, the road signs. I was just seeing 22 everywhere. Um, And I was in the best mood, you know? So then meeting you and meeting the Buffalo and then hearing your story, I was just filled with love. And then I remember we went into... The garage where you have your store where, you know, I'm deciding what, what Buffalo meat I'm going to purchase bison meat. And, you know, I know they go hand in hand or the, the, the terms can be interchangeable. Anyway, so we're in the store and, um, I didn't say anything to you about my story. I was just taking it all in. And, um, you shared with me, you and Tammy, I can't even remember which one of you had said it, but you shared with me, that the one thing that keeps you guys knowing that you're doing the right thing and you're on the right track is that you always see the number 22 and when you said that i immediately started crying i couldn't hold back the tears i was just taken completely aback and i knew i felt it and i feel it now i feel the chills racing through my body right now that i was meant to be at that place at that time that we were meant to meet and you know then we all hugged and we were all crying and it was it was such a beautiful moment so you know i have no doubt that you're meant to be a part of my life i'm meant to be a part of yours where is that going to lead us down in the future I don't know, you know, I have come back to visit a second time and I'll be back again. I want to spend a longer period of time next time I come by. I actually got the opportunity to drive that pickup truck last time I was there. And I got to drive out with the, you know, having other people feeding the buffalo, which I just loved. I loved being a part of it, feeling like I was, you know, helping. Um, So I really appreciate you kind of taking me in like that. And again, sharing your story. And that moment was just it really strengthened my faith. And I am i just know I'm blessed to know you. So yeah, I shared my 22 story and how it's been leading me along the way, but how did 22 first come up for, for you and Tammy?
1: So it was after um, my surgery, which was in 2013. Um, that January, my wife and I both saw an ad for a holistic land management seminar and it was at the Durham Ranch up in um, Wyoming, and she knew that I I really needed to go to this, and so I did, and I got to meet this guy, and I was a little overwhelmed by all the information in this seminar, and it was about uh, regenerative agriculture, and a lot of it was based on a gentleman by the name of Alan Savory, and how if you if you you know, manage them properly, their activity of just being on the land will restore the soil health. Mm -hmm. I came away from that, not really understanding everything, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And I wrote, um, as I believe as I was driving home from that, I kind of wrote our corporate motto, which is restore the animal, restore the land, restore the people. And if you do this right, the health of the soil is better, the health of the people are better, and everything is improved. Well, a few months later, Tammy comes to me and says, you know, this is the weirdest thing. I keep seeing the number 22. And I said, you know what? (laughs) I, I do too. It's like every time I look at the clock, it's something 22. Or I look at the odometer on our truck and it's something 22. And there was one day in particular, we were actually driving up to Montana for uh, the international bison conference. And it was like 322. We are 22 miles away. We were getting 22 miles per gallon. And this, is normal it's just crazy and we've we're trying to figure out what that means and we really didn't know one day i i just sat down and started googling things and i i did like 22 and bible Mm -hmm. and the first thing that pops up was revelation 22 which is the last chapter in the bible Mm -hmm. and a lot of the versions the the heading on that is the restoration of eden and if you read it it's about the restoration of eden and right then we knew it's all about restoration and we're here to make things better And so we try to give the animals a very, very good life. And then they'll have one bad day sometime. But, you know, the land will be better. The people around us will be better. You know, we're constantly restoring. And that's kind of our bottom line is, you know, and there's days it's like, uh, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing, but you know, we just keep moving ahead and is, are we restoring? Yeah, yeah, always asking that. I Um,
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I actually, it's really interesting you mentioned that because something specifically that I've been led to and keeps coming up for me is learning about regenerative farming and going to regenerative farms. And the more I look into it, it's just, man, why, why aren't we all doing this? And, you know, the reasons we aren't are because of government and money and all those other things we won't go into right now. But it, it's, it just feels like the right thing to do to allow the animals to live off the natural land and restore it the way it's meant to be. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something I'm, I'm looking more into. And I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. And I'm glad that's how you run your ranch. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: right. You know, I if you've never heard of it before, I recommend um, there's a TED Talk by the, the man that I mentioned earlier, Alan Savory, and ironically, it's about 22 minutes long, <laughs> of but it, course. if you look that up on, um, on YouTube, it's very informative, and it really gives you a good overview of what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I will definitely put a link to that in the description. Thank you for reminding me of that. Actually, I believe you said that to me last time I was there. Now I'm remembering this conversation. Um, yes, right. I'll definitely add a link to that. thank you for anyone else that wants to learn more about regenerative farming as well. Um, yeah, so thank you for that story.
1: We're very glad to help our stories cross and be be together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's really what I wanted to share. I just wanted to, again, give you an opportunity to share your story and hopefully someone else can hear this and, and strengthen their faith or, or find something that they just, you know, sparks them. And they, I I know your, your story is so inspirational. You know, what you guys have done, how you've completely revamped your life to, to, do what god called you to do and now you're out there doing it you know you're at farmers markets you're building your business you're figuring out how to care for these animals most importantly you know keeping them alive and well um and having babies born all the time which is you know so cool i just think it's the coolest thing that you're doing it and you're doing it successfully and even you know you can see in the background how beautiful these creatures are um, and I'm definitely going to share some of your beautiful photography. Greg is also a photographer and takes the most gorgeous pictures of his his land and his animals. So I'll share those as well. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, um, so yeah, anything else that you wanted to share? Actually, yeah, tell everyone how they can find you and how, if they want to purchase some of your your amazing 100% bison meat, how they can find that.
1: Oh, uh, we we are online. We have a storefront at memphisranch.com. And uh, we sell all the meat, all the bundles on there. Uh, we ship anywhere in the U.S. We ship on Mondays by the next day here. And, Perfect. Um, okay. yeah.
0: Awesome. I'll put that on the screen and I'll also put the link in the description so everyone can find you easily. And I'll also link your in- Instagram as well so people can, can follow you there. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and share your story. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. All right. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please share it with a friend who may need the extra inspiration today. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and comment. Thanks for being here. I'll meet you back here on Sunday for another episode. Always remember to keep shining.